All right, so this is another episode of Nerding Daily. Today, we are doing something different. This is a what if episode, or let's make our own X-Men movie, as Robert keenly wrote it. Because, yeah, the Fox X-Men franchise is now complete and now completely done with New Mutants coming out in theaters. Not any theaters near us. Nope. So I don't know how it is, but the reviews are not that great. They're okay, bordering yeah. on bad, but everybody kind of agrees. It's having the franchise go out with a whimper instead of a bang. Which is kind of sad. I was kind of looking forward to this. New Mutants. Yeah. I, I'm a New Mutant fan. Yeah, I was kind of bummed out about it. So, But first, we've lost a pillar in the community and a great actor. Chadwick Boseman. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He was only 43, um, secretly had colon cancer for four years which basically his entire run of black panther which is insane if you think about it like going through that treatment and then being able to i mean he looked amazing like he looked incredible in that movie he was healthy i would never guessed that he was going through that so man it just sucks yeah i think he looked maybe just a little on the thin side in Avengers Endgame. You think so? But in Civil War and Black Panther, like, well, I mean, you can't really tell because his suit is almost uh, completely CGI. Oh, true. And the part of his suit that's not, I mean, is putting him into a CGI setting at the end of Endgame. So, I mean, it's not like, couldn't tell it was anything sickly. But, I mean, it's crazy that he made, I mean, he made an iconic character in the span of a few short years. Yeah. After playing these real life iconic people you know for years leading up to that crazy played uh james brown jackie robinson and uh thurgood marshall crazy man just what a great career and he's just getting started yeah yeah it's still weird to me that he was 43 like he still looked great yeah he looked very like he was in his 30s i know Yeah. yeah but i mean still 43 is still way too young to go absolutely so it was a shock to everyone. That was just a week ago, and it's still like reverberating through the internet. People are still having their stories, having their celebrations of his life, yeah. and it's it's been really touching. It's been really nice. It's just sad. Yeah, I always wondered what would happen if you know one of these big name actors in you know this huge Marvel franchise that they've you know they've planned out for decades. Right. If something happened to one of them, and honestly. Chadwick Boseman was was the Black Panther, mm-hmm. and he can never be replaced. Mm-hmm. I I don't want them to try and replace him. Mm-mm. It's just it's it's his role. Yeah, it's what it he deserves. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm sure I'm sure Marvel will honor him in even the Marvel universe. Oh yeah. Um, and there's yeah. still there's still some some great characters from Wakanda. We don't want to see that chapter close by any means. No, and we won't. Yeah, yeah. But, but I think you're right. Like to have his, his character not replaced would be a high honor. And then it, it, unless someone like, you know, unless they pass it down to a new different character that plays the black. Yeah, not you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, the, I'm fine the with thing that. that makes the most sense would be to hand over the the throne to Shuri. Yeah, that'd be cool. She is the next in line. And it's, it's something that I actually haven't seen that many people talk about because his death was such a shock. Right. That, well, you know, I... Some people are being kind of rude about it. Like, where does this leave my favorite movies? It's it sounds kind of greedy, but it's, I mean, a legitimate question because it's something that they're going to have to deal with. Right. Right. So it's uh, it's an eventuality that, you know, something's going to have to happen. And I think the best way is to honor T'Challa and not have him be replaced. No, I, I agree. I ex- absolutely Recast, agree. Yeah. That would be the best way to go. Uh, yeah, it's just gone way too soon. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, James. I miss him. I, I thought he was going to bring a lot more to the role um, later on, well, you know, with future Avenger movies where he's more of a head. Or even even standalone, you know, stand. I was looking forward to standalone movies. That first one was just so good. Yeah. And uh, it was what? two years in two years they had it scheduled for black panther 2 right which is a short time if you think about it but yeah Yeah, i I was i was really excited to see what they were going to do yeah when i when i found out he passed i i didn't believe it like josh texted me he's like did you hear and i'm like no i couldn't believe it i couldn't believe that that i thought okay car accident you know not colon cancer you know that thought it was like a plane crash you know these what anything else that was like the last thing on my mind i mean Yeah, it was surreal. My friend texted me, didn't even text me a link. He texted me a picture. And so I was like, okay, it must be from some unreliable source. I'll look right, it up. Right, right. that happens and all the time. Lo and behold. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know, it's probably, it could be The Onion. It could be some, you know, some tabloid right. saying this stuff. It's just not real. And the last time I felt a death that I felt was that unreal mm-hmm. was david bowie's because i heard oh, about it in the middle of the night right i was like ah just scrolling past what like it's just so weird it, it is weird um but it's a testament to the kind of person that he was that he was having the secret battle with cancer and he would constantly visit um children with cancer in the hospitals ah uh, see i didn't know that about him yeah yeah he did a lot of good work like that that's cool yeah we take we take uh, celebrities for granted, I guess. You know, uh, we have these great actors, and they live forever. It seems like, and then there's some really good ones, and they're just gone. Well, I think we take uh, you know people in our everyday lives for granted too. Oh and that's no, that's the shame abs- of it. Absolutely. With, no, absolutely. We we do have the extra benefit that celebrities, actors, artists, musicians, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. them, that they will have their work that they do leave behind. Well, that's so true. they will always be remembered in some way. That helps kind of console me. Right. Okay. How do we segue this? So we'll just jump into the main topic of tonight. Okay. Me and James are going to make an X-Men movie for the MCU, because oh, why man. not? They didn't hire us, but we'll make it anyway. We'll make it anyway. Do it the best we can. Because both of us put together, better than Brian Singer. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> better than I Brian so. Singer and Simon Kinberg combined. Oh, man. Wow. Yes. I'm, I'm calling it out, like I said. There's not going to be too many people listening to this anyway. I don't care if I offend anybody if, in the industry. If we get an angry, they're not e- going to listen. If we get an angry email, I'll be happy because we actually got an email from a fan mm-hmm. or an, a non-fan. I don't know, an anti-fan. I don't know what you call them. What's Somebody is just mad at us for. Oh well, you know, <laughs> I'm Brian Singer's long-lost brother, and that offends me. <laughs> well. Too Have bad. you seen all those movies? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He got lucky, honestly. I just feel like it's luck he had right. put together Days of the Future Past. Right. It was luck, and it was setting up from what um, Matthew Vaughn did in uh, X-Men First Class, which turned out to be pretty good. Yep. And he kind of wrote that, and then he dropped again with the Apocalypse, which was god-awful and even yeah. worse. X-Men, uh, uh, not even X-Men, they didn't call it X-Men, Dark no. Phoenix. They just called it Dark Phoenix, which Simon yep. Kinberg uh, directed. His first movie is a big superhero movie. Like, uh, it's so dumb. They've bad. they've screwed up this whole franchise back and forth and back and forth. And, you know, I'm tired of it. So I want to throw out some ideas and, you know, hopefully we'll see some of this. We'll see people with a true voice, a true understanding for X Men take on the next movie. Right. I, I and let's let's start with characters. Who do you want to see? Like, do you want to go with the same like 
I feel like there has to be the same like foundational characters, but I'd like to see some new faces that maybe we haven't seen before or haven't been done correctly. I agree. A mm-hmm. bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, my list is on the longer side, James. So how oh, about wow. you take this one first? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I still have like, you know, you still have to have Professor X. But, but I thought let's you know let's let's do like a blend of old and new you know like what if instead of Jean Grey you still have Marvel Girl and, yeah and then yeah. Uh, Cyclops of course and and Angel not Arch not Archangel but Angel before he's you know modified um, mm-hmm. Iceman I want to see a good Iceman not an Ice Boy Iceman where he's a bigger part of the story instead of just like a side character like in the Brian Singer one exactly right? I don't want him to be yeah. like a love interest I want him to, I want him to actually do some sweet little because that I may stout on all that ice moves and then the combos between Sentinels when he would spray the ice and then somebody would just smash it you know <laughs> whatever um, they never did anything cool with him in the movies like that that would have been awesome it would have been way cool and then i'd like to see shadow cat more more shadow cat kitty pride yeah colossus rogue a good rogue uh beast but i don't know i don't want him in it as much i'd like to see beast in the position as a someone who stays at base it's like a, like research, a mentor, like a mentor, kind of like uh, an Alfred, you know, where he's reading more and he's he, he participates more on the political side and the law side. Yeah, that's what I would like to see him doing, actually, a more activist type. You know, I'm on I'm an advocate for mutants and I would like to see that aspect to this story if I could. I think that would be great. That's a good idea. Yeah. And I haven't put Wolverine in here because I didn't I couldn't think of someone that i don't know i don't know who would cast him i, I don't know how to, i don't know how to cast him who would play him you know who would play beast oh no wolverine oh wolverine yeah i didn't put him on my list um, uh, he's a he's a given though you have to have wolverine you have to but I'm like what if i didn't <laughs> what if he's gone somewhere trying to solve something <laughs> we talk about him but we don't ever show him <laughs> i mean you could go real first class like in the comic books right where it was uh, Jean Grey, Cyclops, Angel, right. uh, Iceman, and Beast. Beast. And you could go with the classic five with Professor Xavier. And in that universe, you have Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch and Magneto as bad guys, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad, actually. So it's that could be a way simple. to get around the whole Wolverine idea. True. I just thought yeah. Wolverine exists, but he's just not in this one story. Yeah, he's off doing let's, his own thing. Let's give it a rest for a little bit. Maybe he's off fighting Hulk. That'd be cool. And maybe that's just won't give up that idea. Maybe that's the short (laughs) right before. Yeah. (laughs) Here I go. Full circle. You just love that idea. You love that idea. They got to do it for me. (laughs) Someone out there who's listening, knows somebody can call somebody and get that done and I'll go watch it. (laughs) Anyways, how about you? Oh my gosh. Okay. Here we go. So I I agree with Cyclops, Iceman, Uh, Iceman though. I think he's more interesting when he's more uh, an adult. Yes. Not when he's the young Iceman, the bratty teenager, but when he has his mutations start to grow out of control, mm-hmm. uh, that kind of mentally messes him up. So I would like to see him as an Ooh. older Iceman. That would be cool. Um, Angel and Archangel, I actually would be okay with either one. Okay. Because both of them were ruined from the past X-Men movies. Yeah, they had Angel sh- twice, I they believe. They did. You're right. And Archangel once. Yes, I think I. I yeah, you're right. Still no, you're never right. Seen X Men Last Stand. I still have never seen it. No, you're right. They had both. They did have okay. both. Mm-hmm. Um, 
one okay two major no's that i don't want in these movies mm-hmm. jubilee and dazzler i'm with you i'm absolutely and apologies with you. to what was the gentleman that we interviewed oh it's ryan silbert <laughs> sorry Single. ryan i hate dazzler right? dazzler and jubilee have very similar powers <laughs> and they're both boring <laughs> they even put dazzler in dark phoenix where she was just doing a concert for yes. the kids in the woods like it was so stupid it was there's no reason to have a character like that in a mainline x-men movie silver but yeah you're so, right like sorry. that that scene the rave scene that's what i called it the x-men rave in the forest was stupid it oh was absolutely gosh. stupid and that's hard for anything in dark phoenix to stick out that much as that stupid but there's a lot there really is there's a lot like uh. usually if it's just a boring inoffensive movie you're like, oh, I had some good moments, had some bad moments, but this one, like, I, I just think of bad moments. <laughs> yeah, me too. Like, it's just, it, it got so ridiculous. There was times but, when we were watching it, we looked at each other and went, oh, really? <laughs> we just did that. <laughs> it's just horrible. I can't believe so it. So getting back to my characters, sorry, okay. no I'm problem. kind of jumping here because fixing mistakes is one of our next topics. Um, So you have to have Cyclops, Iceman. Mm-hmm. More mutated, uh, Angel or Archangel, uh, Kitty Pride. I agree with you. Um, I want an older Storm that's a team oh, leader. Cool. Um, Colossus that's the Deadpool version because they did a great job with him. You're right. He is great. I like his personality. I like yeah. his charm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Charm and he's and his size. Kind of an innocent person. He looks great. Yeah. Like the CGI looks yeah. good. Yeah, you're right. They did a good yeah. job. So I think they need to keep him in there. Keep him in the mix. Maybe not. Part of the X-Men, maybe he's part of X-Force with Deadpool and Cable. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah, Kitty Pride. We gotta, we gotta give Kitty Pride more to do. Yeah, I love Villain Page, but they didn't give her anything. No, they did not give her anything, and Nothing. they even took her out of most of the road cut of Days of Future Past. Right, it's such a waste. It was a waste. Yeah, they they yeah. really downplayed her character, and we needed more. Absolutely. Yeah. And this, uh, I on my list, I do have a mix of heroes and villains, but Pyro. Okay. Gotta have a good pyro. Right. Uh, Gambit, which, yeah. Hasn't been done right. Has not been done right. It's been done once. Mm-hmm. Shannon Tatum, I don't know. I, I don't know if he can pull off Gambit. He could pull off a different character. Probably yeah. not Gambit. Yeah. Um, the alien, the brood. I want to see that. Yeah, that'd be great. It, I mean, it could be like the first Avengers, where it's just, I mean, hordes of, hordes of, like, gross-looking aliens. Mm-hmm. You could just have them, like, as the first villain. Like you could do something easy and safe like that. It would be huge CGI wise. Right. No big budget, but you could do that if you didn't want to bring in your Magneto or Apocalypse yet. Right. Um, Sauron. Yes. Yep. I've got him down as one of mine. Yeah. Omega Red, um, I think would be interesting in these times because he's Russian. Well, and for Sauron, I would like Andy Serkis to play him. Ooh. Mm -hmm. That would be a good one. I know, right? Because of the voice, too. The voice that he can do. (laughs) That is true, actually. Uh That is very much like Gollum. Yeah, I could see it, man. Just tweak it a little bit. and and There's enough years past from from Lord of the Rings that people might not even make the connection. They'll just say, why is that familiar? Oh, you downplay the internet, my friend. I know. You downplay the internet. (laughs) They will make that connection right away. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Nimrod. Nimrod, yes. Oh, dude. The unstoppable robot. 
uh, yeah. Bishop. You got to do Bishop right again. Got to have Bishop he, and Cable. I, I don't even think he had a talking role in Days of Future Past. It was they very... just like, oh, yeah, he yep. looks cool. Put him in the movie. Ugh, yeah. Uh, Sunspot. Sunspot would be good. Sunspot well, would be good. what about Mr. Sinister and Strife? They are both on my list, actually. Yeah. Are they really? Oh, right on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh multiple men which i still oh, yeah. love the idea of james franco playing multiple men oh that would be awesome that would be awesome i don't even know if he's still attached anymore but it's still a good idea i think it would be good um this one i'm not sure if he's been in a movie i couldn't recall avalanche i haven't seen him in a movie because i think that there was one or two mutants in the past where they didn't give them a name but they like shook the ground oh right maybe so it was just like a, a very similar thing like that but i don't know if it was that much uh forge forge yeah forge would be good which is sound he sounds like a a dorky idea for an x-men where he can just build whatever he needs to right but that could really come in handy absolutely i mean if it's done right from the newer comics over the last 20 years or so uh hoax um which one i'm sorry and she uh Hope Summers. Hope Summers. Okay. She's yeah. from the the more Hope, recent X Men comics, and she is an Omega level mutant that can copy a lot of psychic powers from oh, other cool. mutants. And uh, it's one of those characters that you see as like you know she can bring everybody together or cause great catastrophe. Right. Similar to what they did with Scarlet Witch in Civil War. Oh right. So I think that would be interesting to do. Uh, one of the major things that she did in the comics is um, there was a difference of opinion what to do with her between the X-Men mm-hmm. and the little group called the Avengers. Right. So that's a way they could have a little crossover, too. Well, and I, I have a theory they're going to do that when they announce mm-hmm. who the next bad guy is going to be for the next uh, Avengers movie. It led me to think that maybe they will bring King the Conqueror in and he's going to reset reset everything. And it's going to be different this time. And I'm wondering if they'll have the X-Men involved in that movie. It should be cool. They did. Possibly, yeah. It'd be a great way to introduce them into the Marvel Universe, you know? Yeah, you never know. Until they finally start announcing stuff. Until we finally get out of, you know, this quarantine and things actually start reshooting. We mm-hmm. start to get these movies in theaters where it's safe to go. Mm-hmm. You never know. I mean, five years down the road, it might not sound so crazy. No, it might not. Uh, uh Rounding out my list really quick. Sorry, sure. uh, Alpha Flight. Oh, I love gotta Alpha have, Flight. They're so weird and they so are. interesting. Yeah. Got to have Mojo. Mojo, absolutely agree. Uh, Proteus. Do you remember Proteus? Proteus? I don't recall Proteus. He was a super powerful mutant, Moira McTaggart's son. Okay. That couldn't control his powers. Oh, Proteus. So, so he could he could leave everybody defenseless. Uh, very strong. Uh, psychic abilities, mm-hmm. uh, very strong physical abilities. Like he was almost like a legion. Oh wow, that intense! Like almost on that yeah scale of intensity. Jeez. Uh, the failings. Failings. Yep. So another good invasion um, story. You got you could have the failings. Yeah, that'd um, be cool. Kane, who was on uh, X Force with uh, Cable, mm-hmm. and yeah, Strife is on my list too. Sweet. Which he would be a good bad guy for the X Force. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. All right. So the next part is which character interactions or character arcs could be done. So what kind of character interactions would you want to see in an X-Men movie, James? Like, I I, I was trying to think about what I'd like to see. I mean, I know that Gambit and Rogue had a thing. um, And that was that was pretty big and more of like the animation. Mm -hmm. And it it was it was kind of painful 
because, you know, she can't, there's no one she can really be with without killing them. <laughs> I mean, that's a good part of it, though. Right. It is. It is a good part of it. But then you, you kind of get tired of it. So you got to be careful unless they can find a way for her to be with him. If there's some way that she can. And I, I think one way to remedy it for like a movie series and they don't have to do it in the first movie, but maybe like movies later is have mm-hmm. a way where Professor X goes into her mind and has a way of shutting off her power to her lips or whatever. You know what I mean? Something of that effect or giving her the ability to turn it off and on whenever she wants. I mean, that's what she always wanted right. um, in the comic books and in the animated series. But I think it's better to have like this, you know, they have this desire to be together. But in the end, they know that they can't be together. Right. I think that would be a good twist on having just this will they won't they love relationship. And and this would be the opposite of what anyone else thinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Everybody um, wants them together and they don't get together. And it, you never and, know. And over a long time, it could be frustrating. You know, mm-hmm. I can handle it for a movie or two, you know, but then I'm going to get bored unless she has there's someone she can be with, you know, and it doesn't have to be Gambit. Maybe. I mean, in, in the in the original movies, didn't she kill regular kids, too? Like they weren't even mutants. She was t- killing regular people. She couldn't even be with anyone. And she I, put her first boyfriend in a coma. Right. In the first movie. Yeah. Right. And I don't remember if that's something that she did in the comics, too. I can't. I can't recall her ever having a relationship with like a non mutant. So I don't, I can't say for sure that that happened, but if she just has a regular boyfriend, that's fine. I'm down with that. And it just tortures Gambit to death. That's fine. (laughs) See, I, I, I think a better outcome would be she just figures, she finally figures out within herself. Hey, I don't need anybody else. Oh, that'd be cool too. okay being by myself. That's, that would be, like I said, a good twist on their relationship. I'm fine with that, too. That's that's fine. Yeah, I'm down with that. I'd be a good yeah. turn on it, too. But either either way, I just I just don't want this long, drawn-out relationship, like heart pain. Like a Ross and Rachel. Yeah, yeah Ross and Rachel. That's Even if her yeah. coming to that point where she's like, yeah, I don't need anybody. That's fine. I'm down with that. Yeah. Any others you can think of? Um, Let's see. What other interactions would I like to see? I don't know. How about you? Yeah, I can't think of any right now. Oh, there's a major one that I don't think the movies ever really did a good job on. What's that? Wolverine and Sabretooth. Oh, yeah, they never resolved it. Yeah. Their rivalry. Well, it wasn't even like they treated each other like strangers in the first two X-Men movies. Right, and it's his uncle. And like I said, I've never seen the third. Right. But then you had X-Men Origins Wolverine, and they touched on that a little, little bit, but it's not good enough. The movie is not good enough to rewatch just for that. Right, right. That's true. Like, they, they they, fumbled that whole thing. So, you could have a real rivalry. Like, it could be a palpable hate and it, you know, that be, you could see on screen. And you know it would be kind of cool is if it had, like, nothing to do with the actual story in itself. If it was just, like, like remember in the, like in the, the TV series when Wolverine would just be on his way somewhere and Sabretooth would just be, like, happen to be there and he'd be like, oh, we gotta, I gotta kill this guy. Yeah, you know, exactly. and Wolverine's like, what the heck? <laughs> it doesn't have to be a main part of the story. It could be a side mm-hmm. story. It could be, you know, they bump into each other by happenstance. And they just have this battle. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That'd be great. Uh, another one that, you know, doesn't have to be a major a major story is uh, Kitty Pride in Colossus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would they be had a They had a long relationship. That was all mine for character interactions, but there are some 
that kind of go into the fixing mistakes part that I'll right. talk about. Yeah, I didn't I didn't have a bunch on in that realm. I mean, I was trying uh, there was one where there was one point where I was going to put Havoc in my list and Cyclops and Havoc would have had um of course cuz they're brothers. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's that's a good one actually. Yeah, they would have had a uh, a good. I didn't want to go back to the Juggernaut and Professor X storyline because they did do that. Um, and I, I didn't think Juggernaut looked bad. Like, he looked way better than I thought they'd ever make him because I was really yeah. worried when that movie came out, before that movie came out. Like, how are they going to make him look cool? <laughs> in uh, Deadpool 2? or No, not Deadpool 2. They did an even better job in Deadpool 2. They made him look amazing. But if they did... Oh, yeah, if they had that Juggernaut and Professor X uh intermingling i think that'd be cool and, and you know who i picked for uh my professor x who, to, who i would cast who's that it's gonna shock you mark strong he's not what yeah he's already bald i chose him too no way that's awesome yeah that is awesome it was between him or ray fines right oh dude i think either of them would be really good i just think with his uh the way he is in kingsman well he has that stoic reserve right that you could see professor x having having right right yeah. I just feel like Professor X was too kind and like a little bit too much of a pushover in some cases. And I, I think it'd be better if, if he was more like the way they talk about him in, in Dark Phoenix, you know, they make him sound like he's this horrible human. You yeah. know, if he was more of that horrible, horrible human, because they didn't really he wasn't really like that when you saw it, you know, <laughs> but the way they talk about him, you're like, oh, what? <laughs> this is confusing. I don't remember yeah. him being that bad. <laughs> anyway. OK, moving on. That's good. Who were some of your other fan casts? Oh, man. I've got, um, for Marvel Girl or Jean Grey, I've got Holly Taylor. I think she just has the right face and a pretty decent acting ability. Huh? What is she from? I I recognize the name. She's from The Americans. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, Cyclops, I've got uh, Tanner uh, Buchanan. He's in Cobra Kai. Uh, I've got Gambit, Chase Stokes. Um, See, I've got Angel, Jacob, you might not know any of these guys, um, Bertrand, <laughs> um, Peyton List from Shadow, as Shadowcat, she's kind of new, didn't pick anyone for Colossus, because I, I thought, like you, Deadpool's Colossus was perfect. Yeah, they could just, no, they could keep that. Yeah, and then I didn't really pick anyone for Rogue or Beast, and I have two other characters on here that I, we haven't talked yet, but w- once we get to um, the storylines, I'll, I'll bring them up. How about you? Who else do you have for your, your Dreamcast? Well, and it's kind of just random. I didn't choose one for each character that I had on my character list. But yeah, Mark Strong or Ray Fiennes as Professor Xavier. Nice. Uh, for Cyclops, two options because you could go with the younger Cyclops or the older, more cynical Cyclops. Uh, younger Cyclops mm-hmm. could be An- Ansel Elgort Ooh. from Baby Driver. Oh, yeah. Or Army Hammer. Army Hammer, cool. As the older Cyclops. That'd be cool. Um, this one has been a fan cast for a while, and I'm starting to like it more and more that I hear it. Taron Edgerton as Wolverine. Huh. I think I think he could pull it off. I could see that. Is he yeah. short, by the way? Do you know if he's short? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. So he, thank you. He could he could pull off the short, hairy guy. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um there was somebody, Pedro Pascal. I want to have him in an X-Men movie, but I wasn't sure what character. From the second Kingsman movie, right, Mandalorian. Right. He like, would, he might be a good multiple man. Well, I have James Franco's multiple Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, as, especially as as when I, he goes kind of insane, he would be good. 
Yeah. Oh, right, right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, this is one that I brought up before, John Hamm as Mr. Sinister. Because, dude, yeah, he would be perfect. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, I actually was going for an older Magneto. Not, like, old, old, like Days of Future Past, mm-hmm. uh, Sir Ian McKellen old, mm-hmm. but old, like, post-Asteroid M. Oh. Magneto. Brian Cranston. Heck yes. He would be good. Absolutely. I could see him doing that. He could be sinister. He oh, could be evil. Gosh, yeah. But he could still be, like, you know... He's doing things by his logic kind of thing, where he's not just evil for evil's sake. Right. He's just seen as evil by the X-Men. That's so true, man. That would be good. He would be great. Dang. Uh, One last one that I had, Sophia Lillis um, from It. Oh. And from, oh gosh, that show that just got canceled by Netflix. Oh, what was that called? Oh, crud. I am not okay okay with this. this. Wow, I looked at it right at the same time. All right. (laughs) So going back, okay. <laughs> okay. So Sophia Lillis as Hope Summers. That um, would be great. She was from It, Part 1 and Kind of 2, mm-hmm. uh, but mainly from I Am Not Okay With This, which I loved that show. It was good. Wish it went on for a second season like it was supposed to, but what are you going to do? Yeah. But I'm not okay I with think... them canceling it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't mean either. But see, she's a great young actor that I can see like she could hold her own with some of these more, you know, mature actors. Right. So I I would want her in an X-Men movie in some sort, maybe not hope, but as someone, I mean, I think both her acting ability and her look would make that universe unique. Yeah. You know, if done in the right fashion, (laughs) I mean, you could have her as a young, a younger Jean gray, and have her as a more, like, more, like, ex- exposed, like, an introvert Jean Grey. Mm. When she's just starting out, like you said, like, um, Marvel, uh, Marvel Girl. Girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, that version of Jean Grey, you could have her as that either. Mm-hmm. You never know. You never know. Um, but what about storylines? What storylines would you want to see in an X-Men movie, James? So, I would love for the X-Men to, or whoever runs the next movies, to have, like, an anthology type where each movie is just different. It doesn't necessarily bleed into it, you know, like maybe go to the comics and say, hey, this was a good story. Let's do this. Let's adapt this story. Um, I'd also like my, it's always been a dream of mine for them to do Savage Land. Yep. Oh, yeah. Or Mojo World. I would love to see that. And then pull in all those characters. You could just, you don't even have to like do any origin stories. You just pull in these characters and all the fanboys and all the, Everyone who's into these movies are going to research uh, the characters that they see in the movie beforehand or post because they're going to like them and it's going to introduce them to these worlds that they've never been exposed to because nobody's done anything like this. Yeah. Um, but Savage Land would be awesome, I think. Um, and and that's where um, there's two other characters I told you, like uh, Kazar and Shan- Shanna. I think it's Shanna... They used to have another name for her. It was longer than that. Like I forget the what cave it was. People? Um, they're they're kind of like the protectors of the jungle because um, it's like this hidden world within Antarctica. Kazar has like a uh, saber tooth tiger he rides or something too. I can't mm-hmm. remember. I can't remember if he rides it or if it just runs with him. <laughs> it, it sounds very He Man esque with it, him with Kazar and his saber tooth tiger. Right, but there it's kind of a cool aspect to the story because I think when the X Men arrive. He attacks them, you know, and they fight, you know, before he he listens. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And no, none of them have their powers. Remember when they land there? They don't, no, none of the none of the mutants have their powers. So it's yeah. kind of like you kind of have to you get to see them at their like most vulnerable. You know? Yeah. And that's what I love about it. I don't remember how it happens, but uh, well, I can't if it's the animated series you're talking about, it was uh, him and Professor Xavier went up there. Oh. Um, because they got tricked by Mr. Sinister. Mr. Sinister was behind Genosha oh. and moved his his programming uh, up to the Savage Land. That's how it happened in this animated series. Yeah, so that was like one of the first, I think the first team-up that Professor X and Magneto had in the animated series. Okay, I remember that vaguely. I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah, you just got some cool potential there, cool characters. There's like... There's a whole laundry list of bad guys. There's snowmen on the outside of it. There's like a lot to deal with. Like escaping Savage Land would be difficult in itself because they have, I think they do have eight men. They have other creatures, not just mutants that live there. I think there's dinosaurs too, which is like, there's a Mm -hmm. lot of potential there. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot that they could do with it and make it cool, even though it sounds kind of stupid now that I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> but well, it's, I, a, it's a silly concept, but you do it properly with CGI and the storytelling, and it could work. Right, it could be like Thor's Ragnarok. You know, if someone sat down and told me the, the idea of what they were going to do with it, I would thought, that's dumb, that'll never work. And then I saw it, and it was freaking amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, I yeah. think, I think it, Savage Land could be a definite definite good way to go and then mojo world too with the whole interactive tv which would be a lot actually like thor yeah ragnarok ragnarok sorry (laughs) i'm sleepy i didn't get any i didn't get any sleep last night oh sorry how about you robert what stories uh what storylines would you like to see um well we talked about it just a little bit earlier uh genosha oh genosha i don't think they touched on it enough uh really in any cartoon or the movies they barely touch on it very well they barely touch on it in Dark Phoenix, remember? It's like it's actually like working, it's oh, peaceful. Oh, yeah. It's it's peaceful, but then she comes along and ruins it all. <laughs> but Genosha's just the name of the camp. It's just that the name Magneto of the camp. It, it's not the real yeah, it, it doesn't look anything like it did in the comics or um how we imagined it anyway. It was an internment camp. It looked like it. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, that that is that is true. It was Dark Phoenix thing, and of course they messed it up. Right. Yeah. So real Genosha. Real Genosha. Um, you could do a real Night of the Sentinels, which oh. the Sentinels were well done in Days of Future Past. They were. But it was never an ongoing threat. No. Which is the part that bothered me. Right. Which it should have been because there's this whole mania about mutants being evil in this world. Well, they didn't even have them in the Danger Room. They they never even did the Danger Room hardly mm-hmm. at all they, they did a little bit but not like like i wanted you know yeah where it actually adapts to you and like yeah it shows these different kind of threats that would be part of their world that's i thought mainly the sentinels that's what they worked on yeah they even would put them together and build them so they could destroy them all the time <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um another one that i brought up uh very quickly was asteroid m oh right uh magneto basically just wants to get he gets to the point where he just wants to get away from this world mm-hmm. and he <laughs> just has a big old piece of ground he just he rises just up puts, puts into the field. stratosphere puts into space and he's just off on his lonesome. He has, you know, robots and a, you know, a, a following of people wanting to, you know, be with him and trust in him. And that could make for a really good insurrection. Absolutely. Yeah. That would be really so cool. I, I, I think there was, you know, there, there's 
there's hope in that. There's really an interesting way that you could do that. There was a way that they could have done that in X-Men Apocalypse, and they didn't. They just made X uh, Magneto, you know, one of the four horsemen. It was stupid. Right. Yeah, that wasn't... I didn't like that either. He could have been the savior for the world. Right. Because he's off being a hermit on his asteroid. Right. Just sitting on his asteroid. On <laughs> his asteroid. <laughs> yeah. You know, he could he could have been like one of the main guys to come down last minute and save everybody. That would have been so cool. Absolutely. Because there's there's a huge difference between Magneto and Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Magneto wants mutants to rule over humans. Right. But Apocalypse wants humans and mutants like dead. Dead. Annihilated. Yeah. So that's a conflict of interest between the two. Magneto wouldn't be a horseman. Mm-hmm. So they they had the chance to do that. Of course, it was messed up in the movies mm-hmm. um, where they just decided not to do something that interesting. So I want to see it done. That would be cool. Yeah. Really cool. One of, one of my main ones would be Mojo World, and this would be another CGI-heavy um, story to tell, but that would be a good way of you introduce the characters without having to go through an origin story. Right. Because you could have Mojo introduce the characters to their audience. Right. And in turn to, you know, the real audience, us. Right. So so you could do that kind of in a, you know, a slight turn because Mojo World is basically a big, you know, TV show. Well, doesn't he just like amusement. abduct them somehow? I forget how mm-hmm. he does it. Yeah. I don't know if he, he doesn't spin, send spaceships. He just zaps them there. I, I don't know how it works. Through electrics. It's electrics. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> just through like the TVs <laughs> That's and right. stuff. That's yeah. true. It, they get sucked into it. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So it, it's kind of silly, but once again, done the right way. I mean, done the wrong way, any of this could sound silly. Done no, the right absolutely. Way, it could really be intense. No, true. It could, yeah, absolutely. I, I know it can be done. Just has to be the right people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all it has to be. Um, casting, writing, direction, music, special effects. Don't cheapen out on the CGI. Make it look good in 3D, and and you'll have a solid flick. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and the you got to get the right actors behind it, too. You don't want to get right. people that downplay. Oh, well, I'm just in a comic movie. I'm not going to really, you know, I'm going to phone it in. I'm not going to take this seriously. Right. Like Jennifer Lawrence thought she became too big for bridges. Thought she was too good for X-Men. And hey, that's the one thing Dark Phoenix has going for it is they killed her off. Yep. And and it was really noticeable. Yeah. It really was. Um, yeah, I'm with you, man. Or uh, what's her name from Game of Thrones who played Jean Grey? Like, she's awful. <laughs> Maybe it's the writing. I'll try to give her the benefit of the doubt. But she was so bad. That was not the right role for her. No, it wasn't. She didn't fit that role. She could have done much better in a different mm-hmm. role. That just wasn't the right role for her. That's what I believe. Seeing her in yeah. Game of Thrones, you know, she fit that role. That was her. Well, because... All you had to do for Game of Thrones is just act very regal. Right. And very cold. You know, you could have a dry, you know, reaction to something and have it fit the character. Because but it, it doesn't fit Jean Grey. No, no. She needed a character that was more stoic. Exactly. <laughs> not Jean Grey. Not Jean Grey. No, absolutely not. Jean Grey can be emotional. Mm-hmm. Jean Grey can be uh, very interesting. Yeah, she has a range. Absolutely. Yes. But yep. in the movies... 
she hasn't yet. Nope. Uh, so that kind of goes into our next our next topic, which is fixing mistakes. Oh and James, gosh. I know you don't have too much prepared, but we've already been talking through a lot of mistakes that they've already made in the movies. Well, and you know, it's like, where do you start? Like, where do we start with with the mistakes fixing what what they've done? Um, I mean, you have to start over. That's what you have to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like we've been saying, one of the main things is they got a lot of the characters wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, Mystique was one of the main ones where I was on board for a little bit with like first class. Yes. And then they kept making her a pillar of the community for Professor Xavier. And she is an evil person. Right. She's and, a manipulative person. And she should have been redone. Well, and wasn't she Rogue's mom mm-hmm. and Nightcrawler's mom? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Which they never touched on. Nope, not one one bit. Now, I did like how they did Quicksilver. That's something they did right. His his scenes were cool. Um, oh, you're, go- you're going the opposite way. I'm going the opposite so way. Because wrong. Right. But I, had, I have to say <laughs> this. But then again, no mention to how he's connected to Magneto or there was little mention but not they're not going to go for you know which was another flaw of X-Men Apocalypse See, that's where I even was headed if, yeah even if you make Magneto of one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse mm-hmm. you at least could have had that great emotional point in the movie where Quicksilver talks Magneto down mm-hmm. because he tells him I'm your son yes that would have been great they never did it no but there was a perfect opportunity to have that nice moment and it was gone yeah i mean evan peters is great as quicksilver he is yeah absolutely i I really like what he's done with the character his moments in the past three movies have been excellent yeah and that's really one of the only major positive things i can say me too me too um and they didn't overdo it Thank goodness. <laughs> they were they were on the verge if they, they were. did the, the same slow-mo sequence in Dark Phoenix. It would have been one time too many. It would have. But they didn't. I'm glad. Yeah, that was one thing that I was glad about. Mm-hmm. So, and, yeah. And then, the things they got right would be a shorter list. Well, and then the mistakes, I would say, is repeating the same stories. It seems like they, they always kept going back to Dark Phoenix. Remember? Twice, yeah. Twice. Mm-hmm. Like... There was more stories out there. Yeah, that's a great story, but you did it wrong twice. <laughs> well, and they didn't even really give it a chance to be what it was. No. Uh, which she was Phoenix first and then mm-hmm. Dark Phoenix. And we and never then... got a chance to see the Phoenix, actually. You know, the actual. She. There was never enough time to just let her be Phoenix for a while, you know? No, they just always wanted to rush into her being evil. Yeah, so it might be They're cool. Like, oh, it's an easy villain. You know, it might be cool now that we've said this, is just have her start off as Phoenix. Just keep her as Phoenix. Don't don't ever let it go dark. And, and, mm-hmm. and I want to say that in the comics, if I remember right, I could be wrong, was there a time where... Rachel Summers, their their daughter, she became Dark Phoenix instead. Mm-hmm. So they that could have done that too. That might be a better angle. Now you've yeah. got Phoenix, and then the daughter of of Jean and um, Cyclops, Cyclops as the Dark Phoenix, which is like a whole different like story way, you know, different way to go about it, and you can maybe do it right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is know. true. Yeah. I mean, there's just there's a, a litany of characters that they did not get right. And Apocalypse is one of the main ones. He has to be big, looming, mm-hmm. threatening, CGI. I want to see him be able to grow. Like, remember the video game? Mm-hmm. So you, you, you think you beat him, you know, and he's like he's he's like 10 feet tall. You mm-hmm. think you beat him. And then he starts laughing at you, and then he grows into this like giant, and you there's nothing you can do. You think, oh my gosh, yeah, it took me 80 times to beat him finally. 
<laughs> so exhausted. That's how it needs to be. Um, I mean, yeah. Um, the the smaller roles for the. I don't like how this was mostly Brian Singer's issues. Mm -hmm. Um, He would always give roles to these mutants that we know because we're comic book fans of Mm X-Men, but he didn't know what to do with them. Mm. And it's, I mean, some of the people, Bishop, Kitty Pride, Yeah. They're, they're smaller characters. Sometimes Mm -hmm. they can have big story arcs, uh, but Cyclops, he didn't know what to do with Cyclops. Yeah. He didn't know what to do with Nightcrawler. He was just like, oh, he teleports. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was just kind of... Twice. Nightcrawler could have been so cool any of yeah. those times. And it was just kind of like, I'm going to kidnap the president or something. You know, like, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and then the second one is just like, oh, it's okay. You're blue and you can teleport. You'll be good for the school. <laughs> really? That's yeah. it? Oh, man. They, they didn't do anything with him. No. So, I mean, that's that's a lot of things that the MCU can fix with these characters. Is you and, know, there's a lot of characters still waiting to be done justice. In Dark Phoenix, they tried and they had some kind of cool fighting sequences with him appearing and disappearing. Remember? Yeah. But it it wasn't kind like it, it. Yeah, but it was like it was like too late for me. That's like something I wanted to see like long time ago. Exactly. And at this point, exactly. I, I'm like, well, there's not a lot of I don't I know know a lot about this Nightcrawler. And I don't care about this Nightcrawler because they didn't give me time to care about him, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, both times he was just kind of a, a newcomer mm-hmm. compared to the other, you know, classmates. Right. So it's just like he's just playing the new guy. Right. That's not interesting. When he should have been there the whole time. He should have been a full-fledged X-Men instead of like, yep, I'm, I am I have the, the costume now. I have the jumpsuit. I'm listening to Mystique. Yeah, go team. Mm-hmm. What the heck? Yeah, that was weird. It's just, he's, he used to be one of my favorite characters. Yeah, he was so cool. And now it's just like, meh. Yeah. I, well, growing up, it was always Colossus and Nightcrawler for me. They and were cool. Colossus, I was finally happy that they did justice to him. He was kind of cool, but he had like no speaking roles in the first couple X-Men movies. Yeah. And then like Deadpool's like, okay, awesome. This is Colossus. I, we still have not gotten that with Nightcrawler. I love that Colossus because he's just so patient, just takes his time to get the job done right. He won't budge because he's got that moral compass, you know? Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. he just doesn't give up. Yeah, he's whoever plays him is great. Um, sounds like him too. Sounds like I imagine him sounding, and he looked good because it's that's a hard look to pull off in CGI, you know? Oh yeah, because Chrome could look weird, could look a little too weird, and they they pulled it off. It looks it looks fantastic. It does. So. They should keep going with it. Mm-hmm. They need to. All right. Uh, next set of business costumes james what would you want the ideal x-men mcu costumes to look like so I, i've never been a fan of the classic costumes at all really <laughs> no i haven't not i'm talking like the 60s classic oh okay 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 so I, I don't like that um i did like the early 90s look although i go back and forth on whether i like wolverine or not i i feel like i sometimes they've never done him with his mask Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I wonder what that would look like. Um, if they can adapt it, not to where it looks stupid, like they've, they've messed with it in the comics a couple times. I like it with the big, um, almost like giant ears rather than the small Batman looking ears. Yeah. Because the small Batman looking ears, it just doesn't feel like Wolverine to me. It's like, well, it's like Batman with claws. Yeah, exactly. So I, I'm wondering. I think you're talking about the Jim Lee X-Men. Yes, the Jim Lee. Yes. I love, yes. I love Jim Lee's art style. I love his gambit, the look of his gambit. I like the look of his storm, um, his cyclops where the hair comes out. 
of the costumes cool. Um, yes. He he did a great job reimagining and and his Wolverine looks great. I mean the dude's ripped but he's got like the it's the yellow and brown costume and then everybody just has yes. the, the X belts. It's the classic costume, the brown costume, right? Yes. It's it's not this yes. uniform look. It's like an individualized look and I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that's the route I would go. Um how about you? I, I 100% agree. This is the X-Men that I remember. Mm-hmm. It's Jim Lee's run of the 90s Uncanny X-Men. And you've got to have Wolverine with the mask. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's something that they've, they've always been scared to do. Mm-hmm. And I know we both know, we all know, probably, that Brian Singer is not a fan of the comics. He wants to take some aspects of these characters and put them into movie. Right. And he did, and they became a success, but it wasn't because of their comic book look. Wolverine right. should have the full mask. If they can make that work for Batman for 30 years... They can do Wolverine, absolutely. Since Tim Burton's Batman, they can make a cool-looking Wolverine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know why everybody's been scared to try i don't know i mean i think that's what needs to be done i i would love i would love to see that and i'd love to see him go berserker because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i don't know the like actual full homicidal rage yeah i haven't seen that yet yeah they haven't done it so i mean i, I guess logan kind of i don't know it wasn't i don't feel like it was a straight up berserker though like i want to see it like almost video game level berserker <laughs> where it's the, fast the... and violent <laughs> yeah <laughs> The closest they got, I would say, was uh, X-Men 2. Yeah, maybe X-Men 2. When was... there was the assault on the mansion. Like, he, picked, right. he got really close to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> my other my other takes on it is, yeah, you got to have it comic accurate. Way more comic accurate than it was in the past movies. Mm-hmm. And you have to use the new Spider-Man costumes, the top. Tom Holland ones yeah. as a template of something that fits perfectly between comic book looks and, and live life. action looks. Agreed. And they can do it. If it's CGI, it's CGI. Who Absolutely. cares? It'll look good on film. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Wolverine needs his mask. That's iconic. No black leather. Shoot. No black leather. Give it that Jim Lee grit, too, that the comics had. You know, that grit look, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. That would be oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Now, kind of a smaller subsection of this is what costumes or characters should be CGI. I think it goes without saying a lot of them would only look good CGI. in CGI. Mm-hmm. Colossus yeah. has got to be CGI just yeah. for technical sake. Absolutely. You can't make a guy painted silver to look good. Um, Apocalypse, we've seen what happens when you don't do CGI Apocalypse. <laughs> right. Um, Iceman, full on Iceman. Absolutely. He has icicles sticking from his skin. That yep. kind of Iceman. Um, the Brood, cool. which, of course, they're an alien race. Of course, they have to be. Uh, Sauron, got to be CGI. Sauron, absolutely. The, fa- Stri- the Phalanx. Oh, yep. yep. Strife yep. would have to be, just given the uh, difficulties of maneuvering. With the cape mm-hmm. and the spikes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and Mojo. You have to have him look disgusting. Oh, Mojo, dude. In, in a way that he does not look anywhere near a human. Mojo would have to be like a Danny DeVito type penguin style character. <laughs> like, yeah, so like such exaggerated right. features mm-hmm. that you couldn't see a human behind that. And then that, that almost disgustingness where, you know, remember when Danny would eat the fish in front of everybody and it was just nasty? I could see Mojo mm-hmm. in that in that same respect with eating some random alien creature and just being gross with it. <laughs> yeah, a mix between the penguin and Jabba the Hutt. Oh, dude, yes. That's so true with the mechanical like, legs. Ugh, I'm getting the but you, goosebumps. But it's got to be CGI. Absolutely. 
No, absolutely. It can be done. Oh, yeah. Now, the last thing, and probably the simplest from a fan's perspective, uh, what are some of the titles that you could make for these X-Men movies? Man, I mean, would we go with Uncanny X-Men or just X-Men Savage Land or, I don't know, Mojo World? I don't know. Would you call it Mojo World, though? I mean, with those ones, you would have to be like X-Men into the Mojo World or something into like the that. Mo- into, yeah, I could see that. But I think the, the most obvious one is the Uncanny X-Men. Uncanny, yeah. It's it's how we remember the characters the most from the Uncanny X-Men run. Um, some of the new characters that they brought to the forefront that we like the most, like Colossus and Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would just make the most sense. Some of the other ones that I... Don't know if they would sound good enough or not as a, you know, on a movie marquee would be um, X-Men Blue and Gold or Invincible X-Men. Invincible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it'd be that's a good idea. The Blue and Gold, because, you know, it'd be really cool is if one movie's blue and they made them side by side and you get two movies. So you get blue and then you get gold. But it's different teams. But it's different teams and they're different movies. Yeah. That would be so cool. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I would dig that. So you could, so you could possibly start with X Men Blue and X Men Gold being released around the same time, mm-hmm. and then have, I guess you would call it a team up movie, being the Uncanny X Men. That would be cool. That would be really like cool. Yeah, you could build the worlds between the two. They have different exper- experiences, and then you have a movie where they come together and fight the brood. <laughs> or it's just or it's just kind of understood that they're, you know, they're all students of Professor Xavier. Right. But they don't really focus on the other team and their respective movies. Right. They know of each other and their friends or whatever, but they're on just a different team. And, and there may be cameos as, as they're leaving, as Blue's leaving, Gold's landing. Yeah, something like that. That'd be kind of cool. You could have, yeah, you could have it a little bit intertwined. That'd be kind of cool, just little, yeah. And then they see Deadpool, you know. <laughs> here and exactly. there it'd be funny yeah yeah i'd like that 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 leads to the last part um what spinoffs would you want to see oh man um i i didn't give much thought to spinoffs i mean i've always would love to see like magneto standalone movie mm-hmm. and similar to what you said i mean that yes that, that could be his own movie yeah you know what i mean and i would love it or i've always been a fan of like battles individual battles like a gambit versus uh captain america and savage land would be cool i don't know how about you what have you what would you like to see I just went with the simple ones like they did in the comics X-Force, which you could start off oh, yeah. uh, Deadpool's you know introduction into MCU with X-Force. Absolutely. Him, Colossus, and Cable, um, you know, because of Deadpool's time travel screw-ups, mm-hmm. you know, they find themselves in the new, new universe of the MCU, and they restart their own team of the X-Force there. That would be cool. Uh, it's a silly idea. It's, it's definitely a fan thing to think that, you know, that could be done easily, but I still think it's possible. Uh, still I do. still want to see yeah. Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool again. Me too. He, um, he is Deadpool as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, seriously. He made it his role. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one, X-Factor. Yeah. Which is the team that Havoc and Polaris um, run That's with right. uh, Forge on occasion, I believe, on that team. And it would be an interesting way to branch out the X-Men universe mm-hmm. because they do have different ideals. Right. Then professor xavier's mutants that's crazy yeah did you ever read excalibur no a little bit yeah, yeah. that's another one it's, that, yeah it, it it was another like kind of not as well known like almost x uh men spinoff i think it's because it has captain, captain, captain or has union jack right and whatever Kitty. he's called yeah there's yeah it's it's interesting and i, I want to say shadow cat joins them later i can't remember but 
Oh, that's cool. That was yep. some cool ideas. Yeah, I'm glad we did this. It's fun, fun brainstorming. Yeah. So dream. Hollywood, you're not listening, but maybe you should. have. <laughs> Somebody's cousin who knows somebody who knows somebody might hear this. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, whenever somebody says that, it's a lie. I know. Our whole world's built on lies. That's true. <laughs> cool. But this is a fun lie. This Movies is. are fun lies. They are. That's that's a. Uh, they they are. Uh, we know they're lies, and we pay to watch them. Mm-hmm. Well, they're stories. I guess that's different than lying. I mean, really, it's entertainment. Kind of. Entertainment. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess this concludes this episode of Nerding Daily. I think Jackie and I are going to podcast on Cobra Kai and Teenage Bounty Hunters next. Um, I don't know when we'll get that done, but we finished, we binged both and recommend them highly. Um, and then if we ever get to movies, you know, if we ever get to watch movies again, um, I'm not paying to watch Mulan. I thought it was free. Josh broke my heart. Said it's 30 bucks. I'm not going to. If you have, if you have Disney plus, it's not free until December. Then I will watch in December. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But I think it looks good. So um, I was kind of broken yeah. about that today. And then The Boy starts today, I think. So I'm going to watch an episode of that as soon as, if I can stay awake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else, Robert? That is it. Have a good one, people. All right. We're done.